I'm Sinitria Gardner. Welcome to Minutes That Matter podcast. I created this podcast because for years, I thought that spending time with God could only be time created in a quiet space with no distractions. But as life went on around me, I realized that the busyness doesn't always cease. And although I couldn't always find those quiet times I longed for, I could still meditate on God. When I started making the best use of the minutes I had, God met me there. God doesn't want our perfection. He wants our hearts. Join us every weekday morning so we can give God five minutes that matter. You are listening to part two of What is Love? Today's scripture is 2 Corinthians 6.18. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Most people have several names. A first name to be called by, a middle name that adds character to our identity, and a last name that shows what family we belong to. But as a child of God, we don't need a surname, nor do we need adoption papers. As a child of God, we are part of the family of God. Through the adoption by our Heavenly Father, we have received eternal life. With God as our Father, we can be assured that we are loved, heard, and provided for. We are also corrected and redirected. The enemy doesn't want us to identify as a child of God. If he can make us feel as if God simply lords over us instead of loving us, he can keep a gulf between us that makes us run and hide from God as they did in the Garden of Eden, as opposed to running to God as we should run to any father who loves us. Let's look at the characteristics of God as a father to his adopted children. Number one, our Heavenly Father loves us. 1 John 4.16 says, We have come to know and to believe the love God has for us. He loves us through his forgiveness, comfort, blessings, and even discipline. Hebrews 12.66 says, Because the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. When the enemy tells you that you are alone, unloved, or have done too much to talk to God, remember that your father loves you enough that he chose to bail you out of jail even before you have committed the crime, and the payment is the innocent blood of his only son. You may be adopted, but he has clearly shown his love with his action. And since the word love is a verb, an action word, we cannot deny that God acted on his love for us with this sacrificial plan to save us from ourselves. John 15.13 says, No one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his life for his friends. Can you imagine giving your son who is innocent for another who is not? Unfathomable. This shows the depths of his love for us. Number two, he hears our prayers. Hebrews 4.16 says, Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Unlike our earthly father, who cannot pick up the phone every time we call, our heavenly father never misses a call. He is available to hear our cry at all times. David wrote in Psalm 56.8, you have taken account of my wonderings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? What a comfort to know that our God wastes nothing, even our tears. Unlike idols, he is a living God, and if you live for him, your words will not fall on deaf ears. Number three, the Father is our provider and protector. 
Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 says, But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Like an earthly father who will fight for the protection of their child, God will not let the evil one have you, nor will he let you suffer with need. Remember that God should be our first resource and not our last because the word tells us in Romans 8.28 that all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Lastly, number four, the Lord is our guide. We often make our plans and invite God along. When we were children, we would ask permission to move ahead with our plans. As adults, we can avoid asking God, but the result is still the same. If we make a bad choice, we live with the consequences. Picture a toddler who doesn't want to hold our hand. He or she pulls away because they want to be a big boy or girl. As a parent, we can see the dangers that the toddler cannot see, how close to the edge of the cliff they are. We pull away as adults, and we sometimes suffer the results. God is not here to boss and fuss, but like a heavenly father, he wants to guide and protect. Psalm 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In conclusion, having a heavenly father means that we are part of the family, a son or daughter to the king of kings. The fact that God views us as his children also reflects the fact that he no longer holds our sins against us because of Jesus Christ, but instead has a personal connection with us. And for this, I am grateful. I hope that you are as well. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for every person who is listening today. We thank you that you have made provisions for us, God, that even before we were born, that you knew us and that you made a way for us to be saved and spared from eternal damnation. We pray that you would just continue to reveal yourself to us, show us your love. We pray against the plans of the enemy that wants to distract us and make us think that you don't love us, when in reality you love us more than anyone or anything. We pray that you would continue to be with us, and we thank you for all that you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.